from the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores, from Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Blessings, everyone. Welcome to Cora's Cauldron tonight. I am your host, Reverend Cora, and tonight's show is going to be a little bit different than usual. This show is not planned out, and um, when I mean not planned out, for me, that means writing it all down, and I definitely did not do that. The reason for this is because I've been sick with, um, you know, the, the typical winter blues, the common cold, so it's taken its toll since a good part of the end of December until about now. I'm still getting over it, and hopefully it'll pretty much be out of my system in a short, at least the next week or so. I'm not really sure there. <laughs> but um, what happened was I went to go check my email, and I noticed that I've had a lot of emails and questions in them regarding religious religion and um, spirituality and cost-effective methods of going about all this. So instead of answering individuals, I was just planning on doing like kind of sort of a mass email saying, listen to the radio show, and I'm going to talk about these questions on there. So I hope you guys do not mind and you actually enjoy this and um, you know that, you know, I am human. I'm just like you and we and me, should I say, like you, we all get swamped and we all come down with certain ailments that really take its toll to the point where now we're playing catch-up. So tonight's show is definitely a catch-up. So I hope you guys can just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. And hopefully you will have your own opinions. You will leave your comments. I would definitely love you guys to leave comments and to talk about the show. And also email me. Ask me the questions, um, whatever it is. If you don't want to stick to what the show says, then ask me different questions, and that's still fine. But either which way, I hope you guys enjoy what I talk about tonight. And like I said, it's not planned, so it's just going to be going off my own opinions and really off the top of my head. So with that said, I hope you guys can just relax. And then during a good bit of this, I'm going to do a short intermission, and we're going to listen to a song, and then I'll come back afterwards, and that'll be a little bit later. Alright, so the first topic is going to be about religion and spirituality. Now, spirituality is really up for debate. No matter how you want to look at it, spirituality is based on the person's point of view. And with that, just because you think that you have not practiced, for instance, you have not done any type of practicing. You have, um, you keep saying that you're religious, you're, you're spiritually based and you believe in a certain religion, but you haven't practiced this religion. Well, that doesn't matter. If you have not been practicing a religion, then that is okay. That is actually perfectly human. It's 100% natural. You do not need to worship in a church fashion or in a uh, certain coven or any type of setting or place that you feel that this needs to be done. So just because you haven't done this does not mean that you haven't had your spirituality or you're not into the whole religion base. As long as you believe into something, 
whether that is a higher being, if that's God, if that's Jesus himself, if it's a goddess, even if it's just an animal, you know, insects, nature. This is all still a base religion that you are practicing. You don't need to be in the setting. You don't need to say, oh, I haven't been practicing this. I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. This isn't the case. And why I'm saying this is because several of the emails have stated the fact that you guys feel that you're spiritually accepting, but that you haven't practiced spirituality. You haven't chosen a certain religion, or you haven't really put yourself out there in the public to say, hey, I am pagan, I am a Catholic, I am agnostic. It, it doesn't matter if you haven't given a name to it, as long as you know that there is something greater than you. So if you know this, then that is okay, and you have been practicing. So I hope you guys can understand the difference and the concept of what I'm trying to say to you. Just because you are not going to a church-like fashion, or you're not joining some type of coven, or going to a certain setting in the woods, or any of the above, that doesn't mean that you're not practicing your spirituality, that you don't believe. As long as you know that there is something in this world, and it's greater than you, then you are already practicing this. So, that is how I feel with religion and spirituality. Religion is just a way of putting your name or the title to what it is you believe. So, if you are an earth-based, and you say, I'm earth-based, okay, then stay with being earth-based. If you think you're a Wiccan, then you're a Wiccan. Stick with that. A pagan, you stick with that. Catholics, <laughs> Judaism, Hinduism, pretty much Taoism, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It doesn't matter the form or the name that you're putting to your religion beliefs. Your spirituality is what you feel that you're being pulled to, what you're called to do, what you're called to say, and it doesn't matter how you do it. Let's just go for example. You work, let's go with 10 hours a day, because that's typical for most of us. So you get up in the morning, and you spend 10 hours at work. You're driving your guy, yourself insane. You feel as if you have nothing else to do other than work. That's all you're doing is working. Well, when you're at work, what is it exactly that you're doing or you're thinking? I know for a fact that at some point during the time that you're working, you've looked outside you have closed your eyes, you have envisioned yourself doing something fun, you have envisioned yourself doing something that's relaxing, you've envisioned yourself for acceptance or help or guidance, something on those lines. And it doesn't matter what it is. Because if you're having a hectic night at work, you're closing your eyes and you're saying, oh my God, <laughs> I need help. Get me through this night. Or you could be closing your eyes and saying, oh my God, to the goddesses, can you please just clear my path? Whatever form you put this in, you have just now called out, practically worshipped a deity in some form. Because you're asking them for help, guidance, or acceptance. So you see how this falls into the fact that even if you're working, and you're working these long hours, and you're stressed, you're annoyed, you're ready to throw in the tail, and you don't have time to practice as you want to say it, doesn't mean that you're not because you still are. You are still asking for help. You're still asking for guidance. 
you're still looking to something else higher than you to get you through your daily routine. So that means that you are, in fact, practicing. Whether you see it or not, it comes natural. Because it comes natural, it's like second nature. It's getting up and going to the bathroom, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, taking your shower, you know, that normal daily grind, the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning, everything comes natural, right? Except maybe with the possibility of remembering to eat, <laughs> everything else pretty much comes natural. So even with that, even with you working these long, hectic hours, you are still practicing because you're still in some form or fashion asking for guidance, whether you realize this or you want to accept this that's a completely different story but the fact is and the truth is you are still practicing and you need to stop worrying about I do not practice I have not had time I'm ashamed because that does not play with nature I don't care what path you have chosen but with all the gods they watch you they have their guardian angels watching you their protectors their helpers However you want to look at it, they're all watching you. They write down everything that you do from the moment you get up, even during your dreaming state and sleeping state. But let's just talk about the day right now. So they just pretty much take note of everything from the minute you wake up until the minute you close your eyes. And like I said, even throughout the night, they are watching you 24-7. Now imagine, you think your life is hectic. You think that working your 10 to possible 12-hour shifts depending if you have family as well, because once we add in children and our husbands or wives, everything else just pretty much <laughs> gets overloaded for us. So even with that, put yourself in the mind saying, let me think about this. If I am having a guardian angel or protector, my God sent, watching over me, they're watching you 24-7. Can you imagine what they're thinking? <laughs> And then they're saying, oh, my God, I don't have time to do blah. And then they're now ranting to their friends over there because all they're doing is keeping their eye on you, making sure that your day goes the way it goes, that you learn the lessons that you need to learn for that day, and so on down the road. This is what it is like to be a human. It is what we as a species have signed into. We are prone to be hectic. We are prone to worry about everything and anything you could possibly imagine. We are also prone to look negatively at certain outcomes, situations, and we don't accept half of what it is that we see, hear, or may even feel because that is what we're conditioned. We are conditioned really to walk around like zombies. And this is where your spirituality or your religion comes into play. When you're in zombie mode and you're on automatic gear where you're just driving yourself on a daily basis into the ground, you are now calling out and asking for someone to be the savior. This is where your guardian angel takes its play because your guardian angel is giving you everything that you need to learn for that day. They're telling you to go left instead of right. They're telling you to spend an extra minute on your teeth in the morning, to wear that blue shirt or to wear that pinstripe shirt, to choose your black pair of pants over your khaki pair of pants. 
you name it. These are all the choices that we deal with. And when you really sit back and you really think about how our day is going and the fact that you feel you do not have time to practice your spirituality, your namesake of a religion, remember that you are doing it. Because we have a very huge karmic balance that we have to work through. Every life, we are given chances to either fix, correct, in a fashion as far as maybe last past life you chose to be a singer, and now in this life you're a caretaker. Well, I bet you're singing a lot in the shower, and you're also taking care of an elderly. The point is, it's a lesson, and you are following your actual spiritual or religion base, whether you give it a name or whether you think you're doing it because you are doing it just by being here. And this is my viewpoint and this is how I strongly feel because I watch you guys. Every day I get emails coming in. I have clients that come over. I have people who call that just want to talk. And then when I go out with my husband, we actually do what I, we shouldn't be doing, but we people watch. We actually watch people and we talk about people, you know. Look at so-and-so, they look sad, they look happy. Oh my God, look how much they're in love. And we're watching their life on the outside. But they don't see their life because they're living it. And because they're living it, they don't understand that they are actually practicing whatever religion, religious or spiritual belief that they have. Because they are following their instincts. They are acting upon what they feel they must in order to get through their daily grind. So can you guys follow me here? Do you understand what I'm saying? So when you think that you do not or cannot and can't even afford to practice or to give a name to what it is that you feel that you're into, remember that you're already doing this. You're already practicing this. You are just not seeing it on the same level as you should be because your life is truly hectic. But it's meant to be that way. You have to make the decision to slow down. You have to say, enough is enough. I want to go out and just sit at the park and watch the water for five hours. I don't want to go to work for 10. And so now you just call it off for your 10 or 12 hour shift. And you chose to go to the park and spend half of what time you should have been working is now watching the water at the park. Now these are all your choices. And this is what you have to actually choose to do. If you choose not to slow down, that is okay. You have another life. You can do everything the way you either A, did it now, B, want to redo things or change things, add to whatever it is you want to add to. You will be given that chance in the other life. In this life, you need to know that you are here. You are blessed and lucky that you're still here to enjoy everything every sound, every look, every feel, every smell. This is what your life is. It will be hectic. I can't lie to you there. It is meant to be hectic. It is meant to throw you on as many roller coaster loops as possible. It is meant to cause you heartache. It's meant to cause you joy. It is meant to make you really confused at times and not know if you're coming or going. But this is what life is, guys. Life is all about living. You have to live. And once you learn to live it, you will learn to love it. Once you learn to love it, 
you will actually see that spirituality or religion, however, is all around you. And as long as you know that it's there, it's always there, it's always within you, and it will never leave, and you have never discredited it, you have never turned your back from it, you will be happy. All you have to do is have faith and believe that no matter what you do, the one thing you do not need to worry about is where is your faith. Your faith will follow. It's there. It's always there. Listen to your instincts and life will just keep on going. And the more you listen to your instincts, the more you react on your first thought, whatever that might be, then you will start to realize that everything falls into place. Now, I'm not telling you guys that our life is set in stone. God knows, I know for a fact that it is not. Our life changes on a daily basis. It all makes its rounds once you make that first simple little, I don't know if you want to call it a suggestion that was in your consciousness or even your subconsciousness, but it was that choice. It was that split second thought. You woke up in the morning and then you woke up on the right side of the bed this time instead of on the left side or the right side or the left side of whichever sleeping habit it is that you have. It is the minute you take your shower and this time instead of drying yourself off the way you normally do, you chose to you chose to go from your feet up versus your head down. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. These are all the choices that has just now dictated the way your life is going to go for that day. So every day is the choice and every day you will change what the outcome is. So when you call a psychic advisor or when you call someone like me who's a spiritual counselor, so when you go to anybody who can actually give you insight into what the future possibilities may be or what they are going to be, you have to remember that you have to leave leave some type of um, allowance in there for like a small portion of inaccuracy because we could tell you something and then you can change that just by simply choosing that you want to change that and saying, I am not going to allow that to happen. Well, of course, now you've just changed it. That doesn't mean that there are fraudulent psychic people out there because that's not the case. I mean, well, it is when you're dealing with some individuals, but what I'm saying is when you find a legitimate person, you know that they're legitimate, but we're not talking about psychics tonight on the show. I'm just saying that when you're looking at your life, don't think that it's set in stone. Everything changes, and this is what life is, and this is where your spirituality plays its part, or your um, particular religion, if you have given it a name, or your um, instincts, your first thought patterns. It all boils down to pretty much how your day is going to be, but not setting it in stone, because you have the right to change it. So, that has been the um, biggest question I've had recently, and I think the reason I've had this question come up a lot, or should I say it's been more than normal, is because um, everything is changing. January just came, and like I said, I've been sick for a good month. It's just a common cold and stuff like that. But January is all about new beginnings. It's about moving forward, accepting things, embracing it, and just letting go, and then starting over. And because of that, everybody is like, okay, well, where's my spirituality fall into this? How can I do this? How can I do that? You need to stop worrying about that. 
Your life is going to play out the way it's going to play out. There is nothing you can say or do or I can say and do that will alter what you're going to do. Because I can tell you one thing and then you can simply change that by choosing to change that. Now you can also say, I'm going to be a millionaire next month and then forget to play the lottery. Well, next month, if you didn't play the lottery, you're not going to win it. So this is all about choices, and that's where your spirituality is. Spirituality and religion pretty much is all about what you feel is what you're doing. And I hope I'm not confusing you guys on there. You have to realize that it's within you. It's all around you. It's who you are, and you're living, which is the whole aspect of this whole thing. You are alive. This is your life. So live it, enjoy it, embrace it, and love it. And don't worry about I cannot do's, I haven't done's, I'm not sure's. Because that's just not the way this works. How it works is by you living your life and by making the choices you made and by getting on and then learning. It's all about lessons. Learn your lessons and move on from them. And then later on when you choose to stop with the rat race, and you are ready to look into your spirituality in a deeper, most serene sense of the form, that is when you will start to open yourself up. And it, only you will know when that time is right. But when that time does come, don't go saying, I haven't practiced. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I should do. I don't know how much money I should put into it. Now, money, we're going to get to that in a minute. But I don't want you guys to worry about your finances when it comes to this. Go with what your heart says. And the minute you feel relaxed or in an understanding with your higher self, then embrace it all. And this is the one thing that you need to really keep your mind on. All right, so that's where I fall with spirituality, with religion. It is within you. It is all around you. And don't worry about it. When the time is right, and you know it is time to start looking deeper into your spirituality, then you will know the answers. And then you will find somebody who will help you, somebody like myself, somebody who may be closer around you or um, a friend. It'll be pretty much, I, I'm not really sure who stated this, but the quote that I'm thinking about is, when the student is ready, the teacher will show. And that is the truth. So when the teacher shows, or when you select the teacher, Remember, don't go by saying, I don't know what I'm doing, I have not practiced, I don't know what I should be or should not be spending, because that's not how it works. The fact is you now chose to look into it. You now chose to slow down, not to let yourself get wrapped up in the rat race any longer. It's time to quiet your mind, your body, and your soul. And this is where your decision will play its toll. So as long as you guys understand the difference and you know that it's in you, it's around you, and it will always be there, don't worry about where it falls. What is the name of it? Is it a pagan? Is it Catholics? Is it a Protestant? Is it um, Wiccan? And so on down the line. Don't think about the name. Don't think about the certain type of religion. Just think about what it is you want to know. Do you want to know why you feel the way you do when you sit out in the park? Do you want to know why it is you can feel a storm coming? 
Do you get pent up, frustrated, angry, and then next thing you know, it's raining, it's snowing, or we had a solar flare, and so on down the line. That is where this whole thing comes from. So the minute you feel that you're ready, get a notebook down. And I mean this. Grab a notebook, grab a pen, and then say to yourself, Alright, why is it I am feeling this? Now, it's depending on how you want to jot it, but say like on the lines of, it just started raining, but for two days I felt anxious, I had anxiety attacks, panic attacks, I'm frustrated, I'm annoyed, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm whatever the situation is, write that down. And then write down whatever event occurred after, whether it was a day, two, three days later. And that's where you can then start to find out where you fall and where you should be putting the name to your religious beliefs. Once you've done that, and once you've found your teacher, or even if you've called me, or you're now working with me, then we go from there. Because now you're starting to question everything. And this is where your whole world will open up to something most beautiful, serene. And let me tell you, some of the knowledge that you will gain will be everlasting from this lifetime into the next and those after that. You will learn so much once you are ready to say enough is enough. I do not want to do this rat race anymore. I want to start learning. Once you do that, then you can say, okay, my beliefs are I am a pagan. I believe in the earth-based, and so on down the line. Alright guys, now I am going to uh, do a short little intermission, and I'm going to play a song, and the song is from Blackmore's Night, from her CD, Autumn Sky, and the song is called Highland. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the song. If you feel like dancing, please get up and dance. If you feel like singing, please get up and sing or sit there and sing. Do whatever it is you want to do. But right now, what I want you to do is to follow your first instincts. Whatever that may be, when you hear this song start to play, follow your instincts. And then after that, jot it down. And then ask yourself what it is. Why did I feel this way? Why did I do something a certain way? Was I happy when I started singing or dancing, or did I get thirsty? Did I get hungry? Did I feel like I needed to take the intermission and um, quickly throw in dinner, and so on down the line? How do I explain? So pretty much just see where it is that you fall into this. And then when we come back, I will um, just give you three different options, should I say. I will talk about three different choices of what you could have done and the reasons behind that when it comes with the spirituality. And then after that, I will talk about finances. Alright guys, enjoy this song, and like I said, jot down your first instincts, and then we will go from there.
Something better, and I know.
Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Welcome back, everybody. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed that. It was called Highland, and it was from Blackmore's Night, and it's from her Autumn Sky Sea Day. Now, what did you guys think? What was your first instinct? Well, I want to talk about a few of them, what I think you may have done when you first heard the song. One instinct, I think, that started to come over you was happiness. If you started to feel your little mouth starting to curve up, a smile starting to break out, it is because the song is based on getting away. It is about being free and enjoying and embracing life. So when you heard this song and you start to feel that little smile, that is your natural first instinct because that is the true you who is ready to break out. The person that wants to say, all right, this rat race is enough. And why I say that is because one of the lyrics in the song, or at the time of the song, she says, looking out and I wondered where I am while I am stuck in the daily traffic jam. And this pretty much says my whole segment tonight that I've been talking to you guys. It is about the rat race of life. It is about living our life the way we have lived our life. And when you are finally ready to start questioning it, and you are wanting to slow down, to enjoy life, to embrace it, and to love it, this song has really touched you, which would then make you feel happy, almost as if, hey, I know what she is feeling, because this is what the song is telling you. Slow down. Get away. Run. Enjoy. And that is the happiness that you are feeling. The other thing is the singing. <laughs> With singing, that is how we actually reach out to our gods. Whatever deity you chose or you have chosen or going to, you sing, you dance, and you are loud. That is what we do. That's our species. We actually love to let everybody in this world know we are here. So we will start to sing and we will start to yell on top of our lungs to make sure that everybody is actually hearing me or hearing you. And if this started to happen, it may have actually started to happen during another part of the um, chorus during the song. And in this chorus, she says, I would play with my friends and we were wild and we all loved the moors, the nature and its freedom. And we went for ghost hunts in the mist and I remembered the first time I got kissed or something on that lines. Maybe I should have Googled the lyrics before talking about it. But um, right about that, which is right after the first segment of her song starting, is probably when you start to sing if you know this song, or feeling yourself wanting to sing. Now, last but not least, is the, uh, the feeling of wanting to run, to get away, to enjoy yourself, just to, to get out. Now, this part probably came towards the end of it. And the reason it probably came towards the end is because at the end of it, she actually states that she left her car behind to get out into this world and enjoy. And that is exactly what she is saying to you, is just leave the world behind. Embrace it and enjoy it. And this here is the whole aspect of my show tonight. Because the question was, from the beginning until now, 
how do I tell what I am? What is my spirituality? What is my religion? I have not practiced. I do not know what I'm doing. And I do not know how to start. And I'm trying to tell you guys, and by playing The Highland by Blackmore's Night, and she herself even has stated what I'm trying to say, is you already live your life. Your spirituality is who you are. Everything you do, everything you say, everything you think, everything you really go through on your daily, day-to-day -day life is your spirituality. What you give the name to this, that is your religion. So don't fret over it. Don't worry yourself sick over this. And definitely do not make yourself go broke because of this. Coming to an internet site near you very shortly is a brand new business, The Witch's Shop. It caters for everything a witch, pagan or druid could possibly need for any occasion. So to find us, visit www.the-witches-shop.co.uk or you could find us on Facebook. So remember, for everything you could possibly need in your witch's broom cupboard, visit the-witches-shop.co.uk Sometimes we need an extra pair of hands when looking after an elderly relative, or we need a little help as we approach our twilight years. We specialise in providing a personal care service. Our experienced care team can provide assistance with bathing, shopping, meal preparation at reasonable and competitive rates. Please contact Alison on 01271 864 886. Candor Care, providing care in the community. Warm, comforting, and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. The Mrs. Mops range of chutneys and preserves includes traditional family recipes and our own creations using surprising new flavours in amazing combinations. All our chutneys are free from artificial preservatives and by always using the best locally sourced ingredients we are helping to maintain our local economy. Our range is continually growing and you can try them for yourself by booking one of our Come Taste With Me parties. You supply the wine and we'll even bring the crackers. To book a party, call us on 07581 735 769 or email admin at mrsmopschutneys.co.uk Oh, by the way, Mrs Mops Chutneys can now be bought from Nana Sue's on Ilfracombe High Street. Wish Upon A Star Weddings is a place where dreams come true. Our aim is to make your wedding day one of the most magical and memorable days of your life. We will assist in making your dreams into reality and make your special day as unique as you are. We create packages that are specifically designed for you and taking into account your budget, your day can be as modest or as lavish as you wish. You are in control. Choose venues from country mansions through to contemporary hotels with stunning views. Whatever you have in mind, we will be able to work with you to create something extra special. You can speak to Kim on 01271 862 944 or 07811 322 962 or you can email her 
at info at wishuponastarweddings.com. After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07969-564-528. Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk. We don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh, clean carpets, give us a call on 07 530 630 001. The Carpet Fresh Man. Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Now, we're going to talk about money. And we're going to talk about when you should spend the money, where you should spend the money, and pretty much even if you should, because a lot of this is all in nature. You can find everything you need just by going outside, just by finding somebody, and this is by being outside, embracing and talking to other individuals. By doing this, you will learn a lot, and you will not even spend any money, and I'm serious, no money, guys, zero, zilch, Zara, nada. <laughs> Are you getting me here? No money. You do not need to make yourself go broke in order to figure out what your spirituality is, what your you think you want to call your religion, because that is not how this works. None of this, everything I've been telling you tonight, is not how you should be going about your life. Your life is living it the way you live it. It is about enjoying it. It's about embracing it and loving it. It is all about doing what you feel, you, not what your mother, your father, sister, brothers, aunts, uncles, cousins, best friends, their friends, their friends' friends, and their great-great friends, great-great relatives, not them. Definitely not them. This is you. This is what you want to do, how you you want to live your life. Not them, but you. So your spirituality is all on your aspect, how you see the world. Once you start to question it, once you actually feel that you need to question it, should I say, and you are now either approached by a teacher or you have actually sought a teacher out, then your whole world changes. And now this is where the finances come into play. Is it worth spending money to learn what you need to learn? Yes. If you plan on being a counselor, if you plan on being a priestess, some sort of priest, a spiritual guidance, a guidance counselor, 
If you plan on taking this to the public where you will make your living off of helping others, then you need to actually spend the money to be taught what you need to be taught for the state that you live in. Depending on where you live at though, here is the catch 22. Some states require that you have a bachelor's, a master's, some only require that you have an ordination, that you were ordained by some fashion of a church uh, facility. So whether or not you've gone to your local church, who is maybe an earth-based or a faith, I'm not really sure, because everybody lives in different areas. So I can't tell you to do one thing or to go somewhere because everybody's um, religious settings are going to be different. So you have to actually look into your neighborhood, look into your city, the state, and figure out what it is that is offered there. Once you do that, you will find out that your state may require only an ordination. They may not require the fact that you've taken um, a college course or you did get your bachelor's or your master's and let's think or pretty much anything else that would follow suit here. Then if that is the case, you're looking at probably anywhere between 50 US dollars or maybe 100 US dollars. This is just a small possibility. You may actually find your ordination for free depending on the setting that you found. And again, you need to look into this. Spending money is definitely not the number one thing that you need to start doing. However, if you choose to take this further and you want to help other people like I do um, and like some others who you will find, or if you do go to church and the pastor there, you know, um, they have to be licensed. So they have to take up courses that they can then get their license through or they have their masters through. This is the only way you legitimately can help other people. Now, you will probably are wondering about, well, what about psychics and those um, hotline services? Guys, wake up, sweeties. You have to realize when you call a hotline, the chances of finding somebody legitimate is slim. Now, I do not want to badmouth that at all because I do offer my services through a hotline. But when I do get the clients that call through those hotlines, they are shocked. They don't expect somebody like me. They actually expect it as entertainment. And here's the key phrase, entertainment. If you do not or really cannot afford to um, get yourself licensed in any fashion, you are now offering pure entertainment. You cannot say that this is to help them or it's beneficial for them in some fashion because it is not. The, no matter what state, no matter what country you live at, it will be seen as entertainment. So it really depends on where you want to take this and that will tell you how much money you need to be spending. Now I'm only going to talk about one type of religion here and this is earth-based. This is for those who actually found themselves wanting to use a cauldron, wanting to use an athame, um, a sensor, and lots of other nice cool little things for your practice. Guys, this is not necessary. You do not need to run out, let's say Wiccan or Pagan based, Earth based, you do not need to run out and spend a good 150 to 200 US dollars in order to get your supplies and ritual tools. It is not required. Now, how can you do this cost effectively? It is easy. Let's go with a cauldron. A cauldron is always the first thing that you look for. 
A cauldron can actually be your bowl from your kitchen. It can be um, some type of ceramic bowl, it can be a glass bowl, a plastic bowl, whatever it is that you have in the kitchen that you've already originally purchased and it has it's well it has been used for everything and anything that you have used it for if you plan on burning items then I would suggest using a glass bowl or something that can actually hold the heat because now we're talking about fire so common sense is needed on that one but right there a cauldron can run you easily 20 US dollars over two thousands of US dollars depending on what you're looking at now it can also be free you can find it in your kitchen. Now, if you can't find it in your kitchen, then go out into nature. And I know you guys are probably like saying in the back of your head, what in the world can be in nature that I can use as a cauldron? Well, that's pretty easy. You can find rocks which are round, and it's still giving you the same symbolism needed for the whole cauldron. Of course, you're not going to be able to burn in it or anything, but it's free. It's from nature. You can look out there and see anything that will say to you, hey, this resembles a cauldron, and now you would use that. It does not have to be an actual cauldron that you now just spent a good portion of your finances on. So once you've found your cauldron, whether you took it from your kitchen or you took it from nature, you are probably now wondering about your athame and your wand. Well, your athame, that, my guys, let me tell you, the athame should come from nature. You should find it from a tree, either from an oak tree, an elder. I didn't want to go in talking about trees tonight, but there are a lot of different trees with a lot of different meanings. I will save that for another show. Once you find a branch, something that is calling to you, take a knife or an army swift's knife and then start to chafe at it. So it gets pointy at the end and it's sharp enough that you can then use it if you want it to be sharpened. Now, if you don't want it to be sharpened, now you can turn it into your wand. Or you can find two sticks that call to you. Use one as an athame and one as a wand. The other thing is the athame can be your kitchen knife. The first thing in the kitchen that's a knife, just grab it and there it is. It's your athame. Again, this costs absolutely nothing. If you're looking for an athame and you want to spend money, you can be looking at a good bit of money. And I'm talking well over hundreds of dollars depending on your taste. You can find some under 20 and these, again, this is all U.S. dollars, guys. But I would definitely suggest when you're starting out to find it all in nature or within your kitchen. Now, if you want to use candle holders or sensor, uh, something to hold your charcoal. Again, this can be used using a bowl or something from your kitchen. It can be found out in nature. Everything that you're looking for, everything you think that you may need for ritualistic tools and supplies can be found outside in nature, including all your herbs. Now, depending where you live, the herbs get tricky. So yes, you will have to um, actually buy some herbs. But some of them you can easily find out in nature. And again, that's a whole nother show, guys. So I'm not going to go into herbs tonight. And oils, again, another show. But what I'm trying to show you or try to explain to you is even when you think you're ready to start with ritualistic tools and you need your supplies, they can all be found either out in nature or in your kitchen. 
You do not, and I will repeat, do not need to go broke when it comes to practicing your faith, your religion, your spiritual belief system here. That is not the way this world works. How it happens is, listen. Listen to your first instincts. If you felt like you needed to go outside and you did and you came across a leaf and that leaf was red, well, there you go. Instead of a candle, you now have a leaf. So instead of burning a red candle, which may have cost you a dollar or a couple dollars depending, you found a leaf for free, which was red. So instead of burning that, you now turn it into like a decoration, um, something that will be for the altar itself. Everything is in nature that you are looking for. Get yourself up and off the couch and walk around outside. You will find everything and everything that you are looking for out in nature. If it's not out there, go to your kitchen. Open your cabinet, take out your pot, and your pot is your cauldron. Take out your bowl, or your bowl is the cauldron. Take out the knife, which is now the athame, the wand. The <laughs> you guys might be laughing here. But the wand can be the spoon, the wooden spoon. So it all depends on what you want to do. And when you're starting this out, it's all about doing everything with zero, well, as much as no cost down right now. But if need be, try to keep it at a low cost. But you really do not need to be wasting money. All right, so that's talking about rituals and supplies. Trust me when I say you can find everything for almost zero dollars spent. Now when it comes to learning through a spiritual counselor or through somebody else who can help guide you or show you your path, this all depends on you. Is this what you want? Is this how you want to go about it? You may be able to find some counselors like myself which um, charge about $30 an hour. And you may find them more than that, or a lot more than that. And it all depends on pretty much why they charge what they charge, their reasons behind it. And I can't really say much about that because really it depends on the counselor that you're going to and the reasons behind that. So it's your call. If you feel that you need the help, you feel you need to go to a counselor, then yes, it is worth the money because the counselor can help you see how your life is being ran and why you haven't seen it the way I am seeing it, the way they are seeing it, or whoever it is that you have chosen because we see it from the outside. And when you have an outsider looking into your life, it makes it a lot more easier to understand why your life is happening the way it is and then how to go about changing it, fixing it, even manipulating at times. So really, it depends on you and your wallet. I would not say your first thought pattern should be to run out to a spiritual counselor. A spiritual counselor usually plays its role after the fact. Once you've pretty much figured out what it is you're doing, but now you're stuck and you're in a holding pattern. This is generally when you would come to someone like myself or you would find someone else out there who's similar to the, the belief systems that I follow and also the counseling. So once you find yourself in a holding pattern or some place that you just can't get yourself out of it, that's usually when you would come to us. And yes, it is definitely worth the cost. But again, it is your pocket, it is your time. So you have to make the decision there. 
but when it comes to spending money on your beliefs, I strongly feel that you do not need to go broke over this. Everything that you're looking for is out in nature, guys. If it's not in nature, I guarantee it's already within your house. You just didn't look at it. You did not notice this. And like I said earlier about the cauldron, perfect case here is that your pots, pot and pans, your bowls, that's a cauldron. So is your sink. So is your toilet. That is a cauldron. So is your tub. That is also a cauldron. So everything that you think that you may not have is actually right there at your convenience and you're not spending the money. You only need to spend the money when you feel that you must do so. Now, when it comes to crystals and it comes down to certain rocks, stones, holy stones, a holy stone is very special. So if you ever do come across a rock that is, has a natural hole in it or a seashell that has a natural hole in it, Hold on to it, take it, and then save it, hide it somewhere, somewhere where you know it's at, and then when you're ready, you find out what you can do, and again, another show, I'll talk about that at a later time, but those are one things that you really should look for when you're out in nature, is a stone that has a hole in it. Alright, so back to rocks and crystals. Yes, you do need to spend money, however, you can get rocks at a very cheap, if not very low, let me say, probably a penny on a pound if you go to ebay if you go to amazon.com you can also find crystals around the same cost now when you get into geos and cathedrals and some really beautiful clusters you can be spending a fortune and it's not worth it right now guys all right so when it comes to stones and gemstones hold on to your pocket go to somebody who knows someone like myself or someone around there who know about crystals that can guide you to what you should be using and then also show you how to get it for very cheap. I know with my clients I find the crystals for them and then I send them to the place so they can actually pretty much see the difference between the ones that I'm sending to them and then they can make the, the decision to purchase or not. So that is how I feel about spending money. I think it's ridiculous to go broke. I think you do not need to do that because you can find all this stuff in your house or in nature. When you are ready, yes. If you need to go to a counselor like myself, then yes, it is worth it. And again, it's on your pocket. When you're ready to start buying crystals or you want rocks, I would definitely go to somebody and yes, it's worth spending money to find out how to go about this at a lower cost. This is if you don't have the time or you really are confused on finding it yourself. So I would have to say in a roundabout, no, actually not roundabout, I would have to say definitely, without a doubt, you can get everything you need pretty much at no cost and you don't need to go broke. And when it comes to your spirituality and when it comes to actually figuring out what it is that you want to do, this is once you start to slow down. Your mind, body, and spirit is what it is all about. So once you actually realize to quiet your mind, slow down your body, and listen to your spirit, this is when it's time to start learning. And once you learn, your whole world will literally blossom, and it will be beautiful. And the knowledge that you will learn will be, like I said earlier, everlasting. You can never get enough of the knowledge that you will gain 
once you learn about your own spirituality and your own beliefs. Alright guys, this brings me to the end of my show. And if you have any questions, please leave me a comment, send me an email, or even talk about it, discuss this, because I strongly believe this. And if anyone else knows a way to cost-effectively uh, celebrate, honor, worship what your beliefs are, then, then tell me. Let other people know this as well, because it's only coming from my viewpoint on emails that I've received. So please give me your ideas, your suggestions, whatever it is that you want to talk about. So with all that said, I hope you guys understand that your, your spirituality, your religious beliefs, cost effectiveness as far as what you want to do, that it's all within you. You have control over everything. So accept that just by living life, you are practicing your belief. Live your life. Love your life, embrace your life, and for all the gods and goddesses out there, I hope they can help you actually show you how to enjoy every aspect, the ups and the downs of your life, because this is your spirituality. And once you are ready to open up, that is when your whole world will literally blossom. And until then... Just keep everything down in a notebook on why you feel the way you feel, the things that you think you see or you do see. Write it all down. Jot it in the notebook. If you really feel that you're not practicing your, your spirituality, you don't know what your religion is, then the one thing you should do is just get yourself a cheap little notebook, a pencil or a pen, and start writing things down. And this is not, you know, saying, oh, I need to take an hour of my time. No. This is at a moment you think something and then you just write it down and then go about your day again. And then you'll watch your life unfold and certain things that you wrote down, how they will transpire. So if anything, I'd say for the start of all of this, get yourself a notebook and a pen and just start jotting down, taking notes, writing in a diary. All right, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed Chorus Cauldron tonight. And again, please give me a call, email me, comments, anything. Just let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook under Cora's Cauldron. And you also can find me at Cora'sCauldron.com at my website. So I hope everyone has a wonderful, blessed night. And I hope that the gods and goddesses keep you safe. Merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. And thank you for that terrific show, Cora. It was really, really interesting. I found out a lot about my spirituality from you. So, again, thank you. If you want to get in touch with us at uh, Cauldron FM, you could drop us an email. And uh, our new email address, our bright, shiny, sparkly new one, is mail at cauldronfm.co.uk. And it's been great having you along. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll speak to you again really, really soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! Ha <laughs> ha!